if anyone there hasn't read it, they it's highly recommended. It's quite an account. It is moving. Yes. Okay. We're um. Let's go back to the beginning of the Gemara on uh, to be or not to be. Let's go to two A. Um. So um. So the question is, um, what is the reason that you have to have um, all this uh, testimony? The Mishnah gives us a requirement when a divorce is delivered that the person delivering it has to testify it was written and signed in front of me. What's the reason? My time. So we're going to, again, it's going to animate us for a while is this argument. My time, Rabbi Omar, as we turn the page. We're concerned that a Beisdin, where it was written, might not have known that it has to be written special for her. In other words, sometimes these documents are written ahead of time and they're not used. And uh, somebody may wish to recycle a divorce that happens to have the same two names. And uh, they didn't write it special for her. That's one scenario. Another scenario is they started writing it before they arrived in court. They're late. You know, they didn't show up on time. So the scribe starts writing it or it's, it wasn't written lishma. It has to be that the husband, you know, authorizes him to write it as a bill of divorce uh, lishma, as we had the word law. That's answer number one. That's Rabbah. Rabbah said, It's not so much a din in divorce. It's, it, it, since the, uh, um, the witnesses live in a different place, the ones that signed it, um, if we ever have a problem later with this document, how are we going to prove it's correct? So we need someone to tell us that these witnesses are true people. It's coming from a different place. Those were the two opinions, Rabbah and Rava. And then the Gemara says, well, what's the difference between the two? So the Gemara came up with a few scenarios. What if you had two witnesses? So if you had two, so uh, you're no longer worried that, uh, that we'll have trouble identifying the document. Two people can confirm the document. On the other hand, that doesn't tell you necessarily that it was written for the Lishma, if the court knew what they were doing. Or Yinam, Yibdin, Yibdin, Eretz Yisrael. In Eretz Yisrael, they all do Lishma. So if it's an issue of Lishma, no problem. Eretz Yisrael, everybody knows the halacha. All the Batidin are up to spec in Eretz Yisrael. But if the problem is you don't know the witnesses, so it comes out, it's, uh, we've had this before, but there are certain parts of Eretz Yisrael that were far away from each other. You have the Galilee and you have Yehuda. And sometimes the people in Yehuda had no idea what was going on in the Galilee. You know, they were just different territories, so to, even though they both are Eretz Yisrael, so we wouldn't be able to confirm the witnesses over there. Or, or if you're in, in Chutzloritz, um, so uh, there, you could definitely track down the witnesses. They're, they're in your same place, in your same country. Yeah, you know, it's nearby. But the other hand, uh, you, uh, the, uh, you won't necessarily know that if the courts know what they're doing because it's outside of Israel. So, again, those are differences um, in these two opinions. Ula Rabbah, about four lines, five lines from the top. The Omar Lafish Ein Bekiyin Lishma. So now we're going to begin to analyze these two opinions. So Rabbah said, we're worried about these courts, that the courts don't, uh, might not have known that it has to be written for her sake. And again, the, the, this is very, very important because this woman is going to remarry and she could have children. And if there's a problem with the divorce, the children will be mamzerim, they'll be illegitimate and she'll be committing adultery. 
and it could affect generations. And so we're very concerned that a divorce be written properly. It's an it's, it's a important thing. So he's worried about lishma. So if that's true, that we're worried it wasn't written properly, Leboy Trey. So we should have to have two witnesses. What does one tell us? In other words, if this is important testimony, uh, shouldn't we need two for that? Uh, where do you see that you need to? And again, this is a subject that's going to come up. When can you use, when do you need two witnesses? When do you need one witness? And we had it in Sota a little bit also. And when do the witnesses have to be formal, eligible witnesses for testimony, like a full-grown man in court, not a slave, not a woman, uh, not uh, anecdotal, or, you know, so when does it have to be full atis? When do you need two and when do you need one? You should need two over here. And this is only one. This is only one person testifying. So according to Rabbah, that we're worried about the get being good, what, what good is one going to do? Uh, so the Gemara tries to say, well, this has to do with something forbidden, and typically one is enough. Eidach and But then the Gemara says, Eidach and Nam Yisurim, Kigon Kadicha, Suffolk Shochel, Shafik Shoshuman. When you don't know anything, and one witness tells you something, so that's enough. The lowest cause, you're not starting out with a problem. You don't know that there's a problem. One person says, this is kosher, eat it and enjoy it. It's not set. But over here, we're starting out with the fact that she's married. We need to unmarry her. We need to prove that that marriage was dissolved. So, she's married. This this affects her marital status. If you want to change a status like that, you need two. So why over here is one enough? That was the question, uh, according to Rabbah, that we're worried that the get was no good. And that's why one witness has to say, uh, has to testify in the front of the base, it was written and signed in front of me. What good does one do? Shouldn't you need to? The answer answers, Roy uh, uh, two lines from the bottom. No, no worries. Really, Minatora, most of the Bati Dinim know this. And we have a concept in Halacha that you can follow the majority. If most, if most of the time it's good, Rov in many cases where it works. So over here, really, most of the time it's good, so we don't have to be concerned about that. If you want to, one witness is enough because really most of the time the Bati Dinim know this. So, but the truth is, not everybody agrees most of the time is enough. What about Rameir? Even Rameir worries about, well, I mean, her luck. She'll get the one based in that didn't know that. <laughs> Even though the majority, majority can be 51%, right? So what are we going to do with, like Rameir, we're worried she's going to get the, why don't we require it just in case? So the Gemara answered, Stam Sifri Didaini Mig Mergame. This is a super majority. It's not just that most Batedinim, you can almost assume for a fact that people that are judges, you go to judge school, that's the first thing they teach you is law that, again, has to be lit in the Shema. If you've ever been at the get ceremony, it's a very prominent part of it, you know, that, that it's a declaration that it has to be written in the Shema. Um, we, ha- we have a few places where things have to be lishma. One is when you make matzahs. You know, l'shei mitzvah matzah. If you ever make matzahs, you can know l'shei mitzvah matzah. Another one is... Um, uh, Sitzis. Um, what was also, I think? But we say it. Right. Uh, right. But we try to do it. We, we tell ourselves we do it lishma. 
forgot what the other one was. Um, matzos and um, uh, but we we definitely try to uh, you 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 definitely try to remember that it has to be done for the sake of the mitzvah. It has to be done lishma. So here also, like every dying is going to know that. So uh, really, you don't you really shouldn't have to worry about that. For rabbanan who it's strict, and the rabbis uh, the rabbis want to make sure there's no problems. So they instituted, you know what? I know it's very unlikely. It's, very, it's not, not much of a big deal. Um, let's take a look at the bottom toast. Those two lines from the bottom. Stam Sifri de Dina Migmar Gamar. He says that the, um, uh, the average, uh, um, the average uh, judge would have learned that. Vahavikomo miyat de miyat. That's what's called the minority of the minority. In other words, Rameir says, well, maybe you'll be the minority, but that's a miyat to miyat. The low chashin of Rameir. Again, I don't know how to define it. It's a miyat is like 51% majority, and Rameir was worried about the 49, but this is like 99%, something like that. Miyat to miyat. That's the, uh, that would be that answer. Uh, but back to the more. As we turn to today's page, you knew we'd get there. Mishume gune kilube rabbanin. But... Uh, even though the rabbi said, you know what, let's, it gets an important thing, let's be careful and have them testify that it was written correctly. Even though I know in most 99% of the cases, no problem, let's require it. Well, once you require it, why should you let them off with only one witness? And we said, in general, we're worried about making it difficult for a woman to remarry. The most common case where the husband was across the sea that he would send a divorce was if he thought that he was ill or he was in a dangerous situation, and he didn't want the wife to be stuck. And so he was actually sending her a divorce. Now, he could always remarry her, but he was sending a divorce that, so that she wouldn't be stuck and she could remarry. And often he was overseas in a war or something, so he sends her the divorce. Um, I keep seeing, um, uh, like, the, uh, the, we have, the, a lot of people in this war in the Ukraine, uh, they disappear. You know, war is a terrible, even today, like, you know, you would think that's an ancient thing, especially today, because they bomb, they blow them up, and they're gone. And if they would have a wife, they need some evidence that they, that they died, and that people don't know, they have no idea. You know, they, they, they just disappeared in the, in the battle, and they, they, people are looking for their fathers and for their, uh, for their husbands, and where are they? You know? Pretty much, yeah. They had that by the World Trade Center. Uh, that was, uh, uh, he's asking in DNA, yeah. The, but, um, so at any rate, but be, we're, we want to allow the person not to be stuck. So that's why uh, we're lenient to let her out uh, with one witness. So the Morris says, is that called being lenient, to let her get married with one witness? So we could only one witness can testify that it was written correctly. Hai kulu, hai khumrahu. Isn't that, uh, isn't that, uh, not a good thing, it's a bad thing. If we would have required two witnesses, then nobody would uh, ever be able to challenge a divorce. Unfortunately, sometimes with divorces, the two sides uh, fight with each other, and then all of a sudden when they fight, they're willing to cause each other trouble. That's been an ancient, uh, unfortunately, ancient, ancient practice. That uh, um, So... You know, today, if a woman wants to cause the husband trouble, she says he was uh, abusive or something, he can't be trusted along with the kids or this and that, and then all of a sudden the husband has all kinds of restrictions on him, right? So in ancient times, if the husband wanted to cause the wife trouble, 
he would say, who said I authorized that divorce? Meanwhile, she's remarried. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, she wants to get remarried. And he says, well, I, I, what get? <laughs> you know, so uh, so uh, we want to do the woman a favor. And if we only have one witness and the, and the husband is saying, I didn't write it, one witness won't stand up against him. So why is that doing her a favor? I will postulate... Um, if you only have one witness, the husband can come and knock it down. So our question now is uh, we want to do the woman a favor. We're worried about her status. We don't want her to be stuck in marriage. And therefore we said, let's be chilled and allow her to only have to bring one witness. How is she going to find a second witness? But is that doing her a favor? Because if her husband says, what divorce, uh, that one witness can't stand up against him. So the Gemara answered, Kivan de Omar Mar. Uh, since part of his testimony is to uh, that he has to actually be there when the divorce was written, Bifnei Kama Nasnu. How many witnesses were they? Um, uh, when do you write a get? You don't write it in secret. It has to be a public thing. In fact, there's a famous question that there's a um, there's a secret opinion that to us is no secret that Mordechai was married to Esther. And they all asked the question, uh, and wouldn't it have been better if Mordechai gave her a divorce uh, so that uh, this way, if she had to be with Ahasuerus, she wouldn't be a married woman, right? Wouldn't that have been the better thing to do is to send her a divorce? And the Gemara's answer in Megillah is that uh, people would find out about it because you can't give a divorce in secret. A divorce is a, just not, it's a... Uh, and if he would have found out about it, it wouldn't have been good for anybody over there. So that's why he never, that, that's one of the answers given. So over here he says, one says the divorce has to be in front of two witnesses. You need three. So since it's a very public thing, uh, if a witness is going to be asked to testify about a divorce, he's going to make sure that the husband authorized this. He's going to make sure that the husband fully uh, wants to divorce his wife, because it's his reputation. I mean, imagine he's going to go, everybody say, this is a divorce that so-and-so wanted to divorce his wife. And then the guy's going to show up and, and, uh, and knock him down. He, a person is going to be careful. If you're going to, especially he's traveled across the seas to testify about this. So we're saying that we're not so worried that the husband is going to knock him down because uh, He's definitely going to take care of that. Now, so he's delivering it, but he's also testifying about the writing of it. So, Which is the same verification for, for both for writing and for delivery. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yes. So it's a little confusing over there, maybe when a person looks at it. So the same aid echa that's you know bringing it overseas, the shliach, uh, but when he gives it to her, when he's handing it over to her, then he then he's here saying v'nosn, you know v'nosn la, they have two witnesses observing. The aid, the shlia, giving it to the wife. It's not that like you need two witnesses coming from overseas. It's 
at the time of the giving to the wife to have, you know, real good aiders watching the shliach give it to the wife. Yeah, yeah, it is the shliach giving to the wife, but he's going to be testifying in front of a bunch of people, and he doesn't want to look like a fool. Let's take a look at that, Rashi. Uh, Six lines from the top. People don't like to be made a fool of themselves, uh, hopefully. From the beginning, he'll be careful. The messenger, when he receives it from the husband, the yodabo, Shurotsen Megarsha, he's going to be pretty good sure that this husband wants to divorce the wife. And he's not, he's not going to want to do this and look like a fool if the husband later on is going to say, I didn't tell you to do this. And even if he does, he's for sure going to make sure that this was, you know, there's plenty of witnesses and it was done properly. So our question was, why is one witness enough isn't it setting her up for a potential problem if the husband disagrees? And our answer is that this shliach wouldn't have taken the job uh, if there was that real concern. And he would have been careful to see that, uh, it, that this was written properly, that it's, it's not something done lightly to uh, divorce somebody else's wife you know, without permission. It's not an easy, you know, you don't get away with that so easily. So therefore, one witness is enough. Um, but I, be, I think you're correct that it's the two witnesses on the giving or the three witnesses on the giving, but he's saying that since it's in front of so many people, he's going to be careful in the beginning. Uh, again, if you take this job, you're going to be pretty sure that, um, uh, that everything makes sense, that this is not a, um, a something going on. Um, back to the Gemara. In the old days, uh, again, sometimes you had somebody... Um, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky Zetzal, who was a very astute person, uh, somebody once came in front of him to divorce his wife, and he figured out they weren't husband and wife. In other words, they were, he, he was trying to get a document, uh, or maybe I think she was trying to get a document for divorce, and she hired an actor to, to play the... Uh, and uh, they couldn't get past him. Now, tangentially, um, they had a case... Uh, where the government, uh, in some places where they, uh, uh, they, if uh, somebody didn't give his wife a divorce, they would, the husband wanted to cause trouble for her, so they would twist his arm a little bit to make sure. And they have ways to, uh, you know, make him want to give the divorce, but it, it's really illegal. Like, the government didn't like somehow that they were beating up men and forcing them to give a divorce. So the FBI did a sting operation, and they did fool a Bayesden. They hired an actor, and they fooled a Bayesden into... Uh, and then, so, the, uh, anyway, but uh, they weren't very Yaakov Kamenetsky. That's the only thing I could say. But uh, that was a, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, Ula Rava, let's go to the other opinion. So, uh, our, so, so far, we've explained Rabba. Rabba says there's an intrinsic problem that we have to make sure the get was written correctly. And that's why we need the witness. And, uh, and uh, this one witness, we can be pretty sure that that'll help us that it was written, pro- uh, that it was written properly. Ula Rava, but according to the other opinion, who says, who says the purpose is we may not be able to confirm the signatures. So, Liboy Trey, according to this opinion, we should need to. So, um, uh, just like uh, any document, um, uh, that you want to confirm, you typically would need two witnesses. 
So why over here, if, if somebody wants to collect, let's say somebody comes up with an IOU, you need two witnesses to go collect money on IOU. You got to prove that it's good. So the more, so why over here isn't enough? So the more says, well, Eidech and Namibisurim. This isn't collecting money. This is for something forbidden. So one witness should be enough. So the more says, Eim, Edam, Sishtan, familiar. Eim, Edam, Eidech and Namibisurim. When do we say one witness is enough? We have a piece of a steak coming in front of us. Is the steak from the hindquarters the forbidden fat and that's called chaylev and you can't eat it? Or is the steak from the front quarters and it's kosher? So if a witness, one witness says it's good, the lowest chazik sir, we have no idea. So we believe one witness. Over here, hecha, it's chazik yisura. Over here, this woman is married. She's until now married. We want to change her status and say divorce is written. So why do we need, why is one witness enough? Shouldn't we need two witnesses? So the Gemara says, uh, really, we don't need two. Typically, we don't need two witnesses when you have a document. A document is almost like a witness of itself. If you have a document in writing, we, he says, really, uh, it's a new concept, really. Normally, we need, for testimony, we need two. But when you have a document, a legal document written correctly, you don't normally need two witnesses for that. You only need one. And who says that? If you have a document that's written in two separate signatures, Nasa Kamishin It's almost like the witnesses are in front of us if they're signed on the document. The rabbi said, well, just in case there's always a forger, there just in case. So over here, because we want to make it easier for this woman to remarry, one witness is enough that these aren't forgeries. So the Mara said, Haikula, are you sure? that this is a leniency and it's going to be good for her. Isn't it going to mess her up? If you had said two witnesses, what if the husband says those are forgeries? That would shut up the husband. He's got two witnesses. And uh, the husband can't come and, and deny two witnesses. If there's only one witness, can't the husband uh, mess up this one witness and disagree? So, is that going to really help her if we allow one witness? Wouldn't it be better for her to require two? So Mara answers, Kivan to Omar Mar. Since the master taught that a divorce is given in front of two, one said in front of two, another one said in front of three, uh, typically, if a, we have one witness, the, it's not just, uh, there are times when you witness something, you don't pay much attention to what you're signing. When you are the man, when you're delivering a divorce, you are going to be made ikdayik. You're going to be darn sure that, uh, that it's, uh, you don't made a fool of. I mean, you don't want the husband to say, I never authorized this. But a person isn't going to take a chance on that. So in, in the end, uh, it's just interesting. Even though they had different reasons, they both accepted a similar logic for only one witness being enough. So again, we had Rabba and Rabba. Rabba said, we're worried about lishma. Rabbi said, we're worried about confirming the witnesses. But so the question was, well, why is, is one enough? We should need two. And so both really say oh, the identical logic that really over here, one should be enough. We want to be lenient on the lady. 
And our question was, aren't we worried about the husband challenging? And the answer is no, because that one is really going to be very careful. Uh, one that's careful is almost as good as two that aren't careful. You know? or, uh, one witness that's made ecdaic seems to be uh, a very good thing. Again, sometimes people say, you know, sign this, initially you don't pay attention. But you're going to get in front of a based in and say, the, I saw the husband authorize this. And, and uh, you're going to make pretty sure that it was all done, you know, correctly. It's just interesting that they both came, they both ended up, even though they both totally disagree for the reason, but each one's reason, one witness sufficed. Okay, now the Gemara, now the Gemara wants to know why they didn't agree with each other. You know, they both said logical things. Both have logical worries. In other words, one worry is it's not written Lashma, and one worry is we won't find anybody to confirm the, the, the signatures. For Rava, my time alone, Why didn't Rava agree with Rabba that there's a problem of Lishma? Amalak Mikatani, he said the words don't indicate that. Mikatani, Fanei Nechtav Lishma. But Fanei Nechtav Lishma, he says, if that was the rabbi's concern, that it's written Lishma, that's, that's what the witness should declare. Rabba, your words are missing from the testimony. I agree with you that that's a, that's a nice concern. We want to make sure every get is written Lishma. But that can't be what the rabbis required over here because then the, then the person would get in front of the basin and declare, I know that this was written Lishma. But that's not what, he, what the witness says. So I, I don't agree with your pshat because it doesn't fit the words of the witness. Right? It doesn't, uh, sometimes people say beautiful things, it just doesn't fit the words, right? <laughs> the words aren't perfect. So over here, it's, it's very nice. It's a, it's a re- he agrees the halacha that it has to be written Lishma. But if that's what the rabbis were concerned about, why didn't they say? The witness has to say it was written Lishma. So uh, now that's such a good question. Rabbi has to answer it. Rabbi says, You're right. Really, they could have said that. Ella, but That's an interesting thing. If the witnesses have to testify about too many things, people can't remember too many things. So they're going to forget something. So, therefore, it's true. We're going to ask them about three things. But if they have to testify about three things, they're, they're, they're just going to forget. Now, it's too sophisticated. So, let's just have them testify about two things. Two things you can ask them to remember. Four words. Four words you can ask them to say. More than four words, they're going to forget. So, Gemara says, well, but Hashtanami, two things, they also could. Hashtanami, they'll forget something. So, chad mitlas, to leave one out of three goyes. Uh, you could forget one out of three. Chad mitarti lo goyes. One out of two, you're not going to forget. It's an interesting svara that if you ask a person to remember two things, he'll remember two. If you ask him to remember three, he might forget one out of three. I have to test that logic. I don't know how, the, how he knows that, but that's what he said. That's what, that's what he says, that uh, the rabbis and their great wisdom didn't require him to say three because they were afraid that he'll leave out things. Two, he could remember. Let's see the Rashi on that. Um, where is the Rashi? Chad mitarti. Chad mitlas. Let's go. It's, it's about uh, ten lines down. One out of three. One out of three words. Tevos words. Kigam b'fanai nechtav l'shma. If you're going to, if he has to say, in front of me it was written l'shma, Gaius, he'll forget. He'll only say one thing. So Umar said, One out of two. He's not going to forget. 
and then he'll he'll remember what he's supposed to say, and we'll ask him. Oh, by the way, Yiniktev Lishma was it written correctly? And he says, of course, Yin, or Inami Stama Lishma Kamasid, or we can assume he means Lishma. Umiu So now the Gemara is coming on. Really, we're saying that Lishma is important, but there, we also really need to know that it was written and signed in front of him. It's Rikha you need both the signing and the writing, the Be'in and Lishma, both. Since there's two things he won't forget. Okay, it's just interesting. Back to the Gemara. For Rabbah, so why didn't Rabbah like Rava's reasoning? Uh, what about the. Um, so again, we know why Rava didn't like Rabbah because it's missing from the words. So it's missing from the words, so that it needs to be Lishma, so I don't want to say that's the main reason. But why didn't Rabbah agree to Rava that it's difficult to confirm witnesses across the seas? How do you know those people are legit? So Amalakim Cain, he says, if what you're saying is true, Nisni Bifanai Nechtam, that's about the signing. That's about the witnesses. Why does it mention the writing? Aha, I'm right. <laughs> it has to you have to make sure it was written it was written correctly, not just the sign. In other words, according to Rava, we're just worried about the signing. How do you know it was signed correctly? Those are witnesses. So if that's true, why do you gotta mention Bifanai Nechtam? It was written in front of me. If you care about the writing, it must be we're worried about more than the witnesses. Visu and also uh lo and that's it. It, it all it had to write, what all they should have to testify is I saw the signing. Bifanai why do I gotta write about the writing? Clearly you gotta know that uh, it was written the Shema. That's a good point. Now, so how's Rava going to answer that question? Again, they're fighting it out. For Rava... Why are they acting like a, uh, a get would not be written in Lishma? Uh, we're worried about that. Maybe uh, some far-off base didn't, didn't, didn't know that. They, and they're just um, making a get for no reason at all? No, if somebody wants to divorce their wife, but the rabbi in that community is not so learned, uh, and he didn't know that it had to be Lishma. Or, or the scribe. That's also the classic case where you have Yosef's and two Saras, and the get, get isn't written for the particular no, couple. No, that, that I get. And so there, there were, as I mentioned to you, like uh, Ramosh uh, has, has pages and pages about American rabbis that wrote divorces, and that's like they didn't know what they spelled Chattahoochee wrong or whatever. They didn't know what they were doing. The... Uh, uh, that, so maybe they never learned that it has to be Lishma. They thought, you know what, by the way, Aksuva, often they'll fill out the names ahead of time, you know, because they want, especially if you do an artwork, you know, because you, you want to make sure you spell everything right, you know, and so that maybe again also they'll, they'll start writing it ahead of time to make sure that, because it, it's done with ink, and so maybe you'll do it, so they'll, if you did it ahead of time or it wasn't Lishma, it won't, it's not going to work. That's the problem with these other groups that have, you know, they're so free. Correct, yeah. Writing. Right, that's true as well. Nice money for them, mm. but, uh, yeah, so they were worried about that, that somewhere, so, somehow, there'll be uh, a pl- some woman that's going to get a divorce, and it's not going to be, uh, they didn't know about Lishma. So the question was, Rava, so that's a good question on Rava. Um, why do we, um, uh, why didn't he, uh, why, um, he, why do why do we have to say according to him? Why do we have to talk about the writing if the only issue is the signing? So Rava answers, "Bedinhu, you're right." 
He says there's a different problem here. Uh, we are allowing one witness here uh, and uh, to confirm a divorce because basically we believe that the divorce is probably okay and we're, and, uh, we're concerned maybe it wasn't... Uh, 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 maybe it wasn't Lishma, how do we know the witnesses are good? So one witness is enough over here. But other documents, you need two. And if we accept in court one witness, so and divorces are pretty common, we'll come to always accept one witness. So we want to make it very clear, it's only for divorces we accept one witness. So that's why we say the words, Bafanai Nektaf. See, the, um, because the other documents, you just care about the signing. If somebody signed the check, I can prove he signed. We don't care who wrote the, the you know, you can have the computer print the check. But the signing is what's important. But it's once you, we wanted him to state uh, the writing of it so that everybody knows it's only a divorce that one witness is enough. Mm-hmm. Watched him physically write it, but so you, usually, that right? Mean necessarily, that the sofer is doing it lishma. So usually, the husband has to say to the sofer, "Write this divorce, you know, for you know, to divorce his wife." And so the, it, uh, I, I don't remember. I think the sofer says lishma, but I don't remember if the, yeah, uh, the rabbi. So then the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he could. I believe so. The uh, rabbi, the witnesses would have to be separate, but I believe he could write it. Um, so our question now is: uh, We're saying now that really the reason why they have to say that it was written and signed was that this way everybody will know this is a divorce document, and that's why one witness is enough. That's the reason for say, talking about the writing. So the question is, according to Rabbah, uh, how is he going to answer that? He says, me dummy. Um, he says, how can you compare the two? Hasem yedinina. Over there, one second. Um, he says, how can you compare this to confirming a document? Over there, by the document, um, we, um, the question is, uh, we, uh, over there, with the, uh, we, somebody brings us an IOU, and we want to know uh, whether the IOU is enough. So um, he says, why would we want to compare our case to confirming a document? Hasam Yadinin. Over there, um, we, if, if the document is in front of us and we, we know who the witnesses are. Hacha bifanai hasam isha lo mehemna. Let's do the Rashi. I'm, I'm having trouble reading this right now. Hasam, it's in the middle of the page. Over there, when uh, the witness is confirming the documents, so we know that he's coming to testify about the witnesses. Yeah, so oh, oh, over there, 
he's just confirming that the witnesses are true. Over here, he uses the words Bifanai in front of me. So that means that um, he's testifying about the writing of it. And so clearly he's worried about it being Lishma. So we're saying the words of the witness, it's different than uh, uh, when somebody brings a document and we want to know, is this the signature? Hacha Bifanai. Over here he's using the words Bifanai. So that's proof number one, that this is different than regular confirming documents. Proof number two, Hasam Ishelo Mehemna. Over there, we wouldn't believe a woman as, as testimony on, on a monetary deed. Over here, if a woman brings a divorce, she's believed. That's her own divorce. She's bringing her own divorce. Or, or another woman. Uh, she'd be believed. Um, the, other, the other woman would be the shliach. Correct. Oh, I see. On behalf of the ex-husband? Yeah, yeah. Rashi says okay. that. Yeah, very okay. good. Okay. Uh, that's exactly what Rashi says. Let's say she brings the divorce for her fellow lady. She's believed. Even though women are typically not believed for regular, they're believed for this. So that's proof number two. Uh, the person themselves, um, if you say, uh, I loaned him the money, so he has to pay me, he's not believed. Over here, here we would believe the woman. So we're trying to say that we're never going to confuse a divorce with a regular, uh, regular testimony. Over here, if we say we know the witnesses, wouldn't we believe the witnesses? Uh, and if you're going to say you trust one witness that it's a good divorce, we would think that regular documents with one witness are good. And so... That's why it has to be said this way. Again, we're just going as to why... It's almost like a two-factor authentication. Authentication, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, Yeah, that goes back pretty far. Uh, But we're also (laughs) saying that, in other words, that we require this extra wording as so not to confuse this with regular documents. And the question is, is that a reasonable thing that we could confuse this with regular documents? But according to Rabbi Lefish, Ein Beki and Lishma, so now we get to the second half of today's daf. So let's just pause. So we spent almost the whole hour, the fight between Rabba and Rava, the two opinions, why one learned one way or the other, why they didn't hold of each other's opinions, and why one witness is enough, not two, and why the wording. Why do they have to talk about the writing and the signing? Why are both important? And we said also this concept that we don't want to mix up between this and regular documents. Now let's get to the second half of today's year. And that is the question, why, according to Rabbah, uh, that we're worried about Lishma, so uh, how, uh, what part of the document has to be written Lishma, the signing or the writing? So we seem to say both. So who holds both? Who holds you need both? And so now we have to go on a search. In other words... We said, everybody agreed, it says, because of la, you write it for her lishma. So what does that mean? Does that mean you sign it lishma or you write it lishma? So which opinion is he following? E, Rev, Mayor, Kasima boy, Ksiva, low boy. He holds only the signing has to be lishma, not the writing. The Tanan, we have a famous rule, ain't chosimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
it's kosher because the only important thing is the signing, not the writing. So this opinion says we're not worried about the writing. We're only worried about the signing. So it can't be Rameer. So if you require the writing and the signing to be Lishma, it can't be Rameer. And if it's Rebbe Lazar, Ksiva boy, he holds the writing has to be Lishma. Chasima low boy, he's not worried about the signing. So, but who is this? It says you need both. Either the writing's important or the signing, not both. So who is Rabbi holding like? The key tema lolam Rebbe Lazar. Maybe really it's the second opinion that it's the writing. You don't have to sign it, Lishma. Maybe it's a rabbinic requirement. But the Gemara's question is, uh, There are three cases where Gittin are no good. They have to be written over. And the, the signing didn't make the list. So again, we're back to our basic question. We said in the mission, the witness testifies about the writing and the signing because we're worried about Lishma and Rebbe Eliezer is not worried about signing Lishma. I, maybe he's not worried Torah, but he's worried rabbinically. No, on our rabbinic list, he doesn't list it. Let's look at our rabbinic list. There are three Gittim that the rabbi said should be written over, but if they didn't write it over and they married, Avlad Kasher, the child's not a mamza because Midi Yoraisa, it's a good get. What are those three cases with a minor problem? Let's say he wrote the divorce, but no witnesses. Uh, or Yesha love Adim, there's witnesses, they forgot to put a date on it. Wait, that's a, a yet that their husband wrote, for instance. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yesh he wrote the date, but there's only one witness. None of these are ideal. But if the wife married on that basis, Vimnisis have Vlad Karsher, because Midi or Rice say they're good. So, but we don't list a case where there's no witness. Uh, we don't list a case um, Lishma. Lishma. So we see that, that that's not a requirement. So we are stuck right now in this opinion, uh, like Rabbah, that you were worried about Lishma. Uh, according to Rabbah, we're worried about Lishma. And according to the words of the Mishnah, we're worried about Lishma for the writing and the signing. He doesn't fit any opinion. It's got to be one or the other, not both. So that's our question. And we said, well, maybe like Rebbe Lozer, you need the second one, the signing rabbinically. No, you don't need the signing rabbinically. So who does Rabbi go like? Um, uh, Rebbe Lozer, Omar, Af, Alpish, Enolov, Edim, Elishnas, Renee, Edim, Kasher. Rebbe Lozer said, we're still quoting that, Rebbe Lozer says, even though there's no witnesses, but it was given in front of witnesses, kosher. It, it, it comes out, by the way, the signing is not as crucial as we would think. If the document is delivered in front of witnesses, even if it's not signed, it might be good. Um, usually you sign it uh, in case, um, in case the, uh, so the people will hear about it and it'll be officially registered. But over here, even if it's not signed, he holds the government chasim mishubadim. Let's say um, she wants to collect her ksuva with this document, and it's not signed. She can even repo land to collect with it. Normally, to repo, you need a signature. Over here, you can even repo land without a signature. The only reason, uh, as we said before, tikanolam, we want to fix the world. We only uh, have witnesses sign. The reason we have them sign is that... Uh, we're afraid that uh, somebody will pass away and nobody will uh, be able to identify the witnesses. Let's look at that last Rashi. 
Uh, maybe the witnesses will die. And you won't have that testimony. Really, we don't need them to sign. But they sign, if they die, you could show the signature to someone else and somebody else can save the document because we recognize their signature. That extends the life of the document by having it signed. But you don't really need it signed. As long as those witnesses are here, who cares if they sign it? They're here. They testify. The signing is in case they die, so someone else can say, we recognize those, those testimonies. But, yeah. So the bottom line is, we're still stuck with our original question. Which opinion is requires it both? Either you require the writing or the signing, but not both. So who is Rabbi going like? So more is going to try again. El or Rav Meir. Three lines to the bottom. Really, it's like Rav Meir that you got to do the signing. The kilo boy Rav Meir ksiva lishma. And even Rav Meir who said you don't have to write it, Lishma, that's midiraisa. Maybe midirabanan, you are required. And so it goes like Rav Meir that midirabanan, you better have Lishma on the writing. And so that's why you need both. Even if you find a divorce fully written in the garbage and you pull it out of the garbage and you get two witnesses, no kosher. So we're back to the drawing board. You don't need the writing Lishma. So right now, where we're at, uh, is, according to Rabbah, that it has to be Lishma. Why do you need both parts Lishma? There are two, there's two famous opinions about the important part of the divorce. One is that the writing is the main thing, and the other one is, no, that the signing be the main thing. But nobody seems to hold both. So that's where we are right now. We're trying to find the exact opinion that Rabbah fits with that requires the writing and the signing both to be Lishma. So both answers tried to say, well, maybe one opinion only holds it's true they don't hold both, but maybe in a rabbanan they hold both. And so, and so far we bought proofs that neither one requires both mid rabbanan either. And so if they don't require both mid rabbanan, why is Rabbi requiring both? You should just be able to say, Bifanai Nechtav or Bifanai Nechtav. Have a great